Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Main Street Finance Podcast. I am, of course, Alex, your host, and today I want to talk about a very hated product on the market and how it works. This week is all about reverse mortgages. You're listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast, where we take the Wall Street bull by the horns to help you achieve your financial goals. Whether it's budgeting, investing, or financial independence, we tackle the big questions in the pursuit of financial literacy. And now, your host... All right, so you have probably seen or heard about the very prevalent commercials that have been out for years targeting older Americans. These commercials star aging celebrities such as Tom Selleck and Henry Winkler who go on to endorse the product. You may have also seen Dave Ramsey go off on one of his numerous and famous rants talking about how much he hates reverse mortgages and that they are a scam. Well, I want to start off by letting you guys know that a past guest on the show reached out and asked if I would be interested in interviewing an expert on reverse mortgages. Well, I decided to give them a shot and went ahead and did the interview. That interview is going to be next week's episode because when we were recording it, we didn't exactly cover the basics. That interview was mostly me throwing out accusations and seeing how well my guest responded to them. Don't worry, they were cool with it. What I want to do this week is provide you with a framework and base knowledge of what a reverse mortgage is and how it works. Once you have that framework, you will be much better off with regards to understanding the mechanics of what it is we'll talk about next week. So let's begin. The basic equation in accounting is that assets equals liabilities plus equity. This means that every asset can be financed from one of two sources. You have debt, which is also known as liabilities, and you have cash from the owner of the asset, which is equity. For a given asset value, there is always a balance between the debt and the equity, and they move in opposite directions. If the amount of the debt goes up, then the amount of the equity must go down, and if the debt goes down, then the equity must go up. An easy way to think about equity is, if I were to sell this asset today, the amount of cash that I would actually receive is the equity. This is because when you sell an asset like a house or a car, the first thing you have to do is pay off the loan on that house or car. Once that is paid off, you get everything that is left, which is your equity. With a typical mortgage, you'll put up a down payment and the mortgage will cover the rest of the cost of the house. Every month after that, you are going to make a payment. Your monthly mortgage payment will consist of four parts principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. The principal and interest goes to the bank. Interest is the fee that you pay for using the bank's money to buy the house instead of your own. And the principal goes towards paying down your loan. Your insurance is to protect your house against unexpected damage, and the taxes will go to your county to pay for services such as public schools, roads, and the fire and police departments. What we need to focus on here is the principal and interest. With a traditional mortgage, the principal portion of your payment pays down the loan. Remember that paying down the loan every month means that you are gaining that equity every month because debt and equity move in opposite directions. Keep in mind that the interest you pay is based off of the amount of the loan. So as you pay down more and more of the loan, you are going to end up paying less and less in interest. So that's a normal mortgage. 
Every month for the entire term of the loan, you are going to make a payment, pay interest, and increase your equity. Now let's talk about a reverse mortgage. The first two requirements for a reverse mortgage is that you must be at least 62 years old and you must have a significant amount of equity in your house. How a reverse mortgage works is that you can either receive monthly payments for a set period of time or a lump sum at the loan closing. These are your loan proceeds and your house is the collateral for that loan. Where a normal home loan would have the proceeds go towards purchasing the home, a reverse mortgage is used with a paid off or a mostly paid off house to instead give that cash to the homeowner. That part is easy, but here's where things get a little bit wacky. With a reverse mortgage, the borrower does not have to make any principal or interest payments. Instead, what happens is that the interest accrues or builds up and then gets put on the balance of the loan. So even though you are not making payments, that interest is still going to rack up every month and will eventually get added to the balance of the loan. I'm going to use a rather crazy example, just so that the math makes sense. Say you have a $100,000 reverse mortgage at a 12% interest rate. Remember, crazy. 30 days after the mortgage closes, where you would normally have made a payment, you don't have one. Instead, the interest is going to be calculated and then added to the balance of the loan. So at the end of month one, you are going to get charged with one month's worth of interest. Since the interest rate is 12% annually, that comes to 1% every month. So after month one, your $100,000 loan is now a $101,000 loan. After month two, your $101,000 loan is a $102,010 loan, which brings us to our next difference. With a traditional mortgage, you pay the most amount of interest at your first payment, because that's the time when your loan balance is also at its highest. With a reverse mortgage, you don't make any payments. Because of that, the balance of your loan goes up. So every month, your interest payments actually go up because compound interest is working against you. Remember earlier when I said that with a traditional mortgage, your equity goes up every month? Well, that's because you're paying down the loan every month. Well, with a reverse mortgage, since your loan balance goes up, you actually lose equity in your house every month. So that's why this is called a reverse mortgage. First off, you will receive the cash instead of the seller of a house. Secondly, you will not make any payments. In fact, the bank might even make payments to you. Third, your loan balance goes up every month instead of down. And fourth, your home equity goes down every month instead of up. Well, now that we've explained some of the base mechanics of a reverse mortgage, let's talk about why someone might get one. First and foremost, it's because there aren't any payments. Remember that these mortgages are limited to only people age 62 and older. There are three ways that a reverse mortgage ends. The borrower either moves out of the house, dies, or turns 150. Since the average life expectancy in the U.S. is about 79, the expected life of a reverse mortgage is about 17 years, so age 62 to 79. Well, if you are a senior citizen that is just trying to live off of your probably meager social security check and you still have a mortgage on the house, the prospect of getting a reverse mortgage and never having to make another payment is pretty attractive. If a senior doesn't have a mortgage and can get a couple hundred thousand dollars up front, that can fund at least a few years of a very comfortable retirement. If that is paired with social security checks, then that could be a very comfortable arrangement to someone who 
maybe never took their 401k seriously and or had their pension benefits slashed or just vanish. Well, what about for the lender? Why would a lender be okay with not receiving any payments on a loan for 17 years just on average? Well, the answer there is compound interest. The longer the loan goes on for, the longer compound interest gets to work its magic. Well, how does the lender get paid? Quite simply, the lender gets paid from the sale of the home. Remember that the loan ends either when the borrower moves, dies, or turns 150. If the borrower moves, then the home is naturally going to be sold, and the proceeds are going to be used to pay off the loan just like with a normal mortgage. If the borrower dies, then the house is going to be sold as part of the borrower's estate to settle all of the estate's debts, including this reverse mortgage. Now, you may wonder, what happens if the loan amount is more than the value of the home? Who pays the difference? Well, the answer is not the borrower's estate or their heirs. Part of the interest rate that gets applied with a reverse mortgage is going to be to pay for insurance for the lender. That insurance is to cover the lender just in case the loan gets bigger than the house. So if the borrower dies with a $150,000 house and a $200,000 loan, then the bank will go after the insurance company to get that remaining 50k and not the remaining assets that the owner may have had or the borrower's family. And with that, I think we've just about covered the basics of a reverse mortgage. Now, I've tried my best to keep this episode as neutral and as unbiased as humanly possible. That will not be the case for next week. Next week, we have a guest coming onto the show to defend against the numerous and heavy allegations that reverse mortgages are scams or are otherwise harmful products. Guys, I had a lot of fun doing that interview, and I think it contains a wealth of information that you may find interesting. Even though you may not be 62 years old, I'm sure you have family members or parents or grandparents that are. So this is going to be some knowledge that you're probably going to want to have for Thanksgiving. And with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see you all next week for the trial of the reverse mortgage. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast. Have a question on today's topics or have suggestions for future episodes? Send an email to mainstfinance at gmail.com. Sharing is caring, so if you learned something new and useful today, make sure you share with friends and family. Don't forget to like and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. For demonstrations and more examples, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We'll see you next time.